There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everybody, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, happy Monday, Tuesday, whenever you're listening to us, thank you for joining us. Um, this is our final review episode of the season, so we're going to look back at the heartbreaking season finale down in South Wales, uh, we'll try and keep it as positive as we can, uh, I can't promise anything. Um, Benjamin is with us, hello Benjamin. Hello. And so is Michael. Hello. Um, the first thing we are going to talk about is not Rotherham United related. We are going to talk. <laughs> sorry, thanks for interrupting me, Ben. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Some things never change. Um, we've been telling you for the past few months we are we're going to go through some changes, and here is the change. We from now on will now be known as New York Talk, the Rotherham United podcast. So from now on, you'll, actually, you'll see us on Twitter, Facebook, Apple, blah, blah, blah. It will say New York Talk. Um, and we've got big changes coming up for the new season, more people involved. Uh, mixed on a website, so if you fancy going on newyorktalk.co.uk, there's some stuff over there that you can have a look at. We'll try and get some match reports and loads of different stuff that will be going on the website uh, throughout the summer, as well as we'll try and keep some episodes coming through to you through the summer as well, again, as best we can. Um Mick, anything to add? No, no. Oh. The, the website's up and running, it's live. However, there's not a great deal on it at the moment, but it'll, as you've said, we'll, uh, we'll start to populate it with some bits and pieces. Um, and, and we will be looking for content for it, obviously. So uh, if anybody's, anybody's up for that, you know where we are. Uh, the email address is on the website. Um, get in touch with us. Um, as I said, we will be looking for content for it, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody wants to do get in contact, but don't be offended if we if we uh, say look, we can't have a hundred people doing content for us, um, <laughs> for example. But yeah, do, do get in touch if you, if you think you can contribute anything to. It. We would always appreciate content and feedback and anything else. Anything else. That there, is, um, there. there is a, a, a shop on there as well where we'll be trying to. Um, Put some uh, some bits and pieces on there. There's some T-shirts and stuff, and 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 that'll be changing as and when. 
um, you know, when we get some more ideas. So that's, <laughs> that's on there as well. Yes. Ben, you excited for the name change and everything? You excited, mate? Very, very. Even though I knew it was coming, I'm still very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. So, yeah, uh, you'll see the branding everywhere else, especially on YouTube. You'll already see it on there um, and through the socials. You shall also see it. So that's the positive part of this episode out of the way, really. Um, it's, all, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are rolling out the relegated. Um, the yo-yo is now on the downward part of its journey um, as we go back to League One after a season in the Championship. Marlon packs 88th and equaliser uh, was a dagger through the heart of all Rotherham fans. Um, ben, we're, we're, we're just over 24 hours, 36 hours probably from it when it ended. How were you feeling about it? Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> I, um, I've got very mixed emotions. Uh, to be honest, yesterday I was just glad to be warm because uh, I had training all morning and I felt like I was going to die. So I'm very glad I was warm. Didn't come home to a good surprise though. Oh, I did. I came home to a very good, nice surprise. Uh, I've been one nil up, but obviously, yeah. I don't need to say anymore. Uh, listen, I'm positive, man. I mean, I've tried to look at it from every angle. We still want the best well-run clubs in the country. Probably top three, in my opinion. I know it's biased. Uh, I'm so I'm happy, me. I seen Paul was. I've watched it in bits. Uh, small bits his press conference bless him but yeah I mean yeah, what I would say is it's good on Sky for cutting it off when he he started to break down and didn't show him as a broken man which I appreciated <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm positive man we'll go straight back up next season regardless of who goes in my opinion okay we'll talk about that later on who goes maybe not this episode but I think it's a Good conversation to have. Uh, I don't know about you, mate. We'll talk about the game in a minute, but it took me all day to sort of build up the courage to watch the Paul Warren interview because I don't think I could have watched it at three o'clock and not just sort of broke down with him. I, I found it a real difficult watch and an emotional watch because of how emotional he was about it, if that sort of makes sense. Uh, yeah, it does. It makes perfect sense. I haven't watched it all yet. Um, I haven't given myself a few days. I've watched a couple of bits of snippets of it, um, but I've not watched it all. Um, I don't know. It's so difficult, isn't it? It's so difficult because, you know, he feels he feels like we do, but ten times worse, yeah. probably. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, I've not watched it, and I, I, I just I've got so much admiration for him. I can't tell you. You know what I mean? Because of the it, it, just everything that he does is just. It's, it's almost as though everything he does is to please us, which essentially, <laughs> I, I guess, is his job, really, ultimately. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, 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 well, it, well, it is. Mm. Um, and, and, and to see somebody... Uh, this sounds ridiculous, but I, I think you know what I'm... I think you probably get where I'm coming from. To see somebody so emotionally invested and so so desperately desperately disappointed they ha that he hasn't been able to achieve something that would make me happy <laughs> yeah. it's just it's, it's heartbreaking it really is mm. and i know it's not just about making me happy or you happy but but that but it, it that's how it feels 
that's yeah. how it feels and that's how he comes across that's how he he presents himself and I don't know I don't know it's tough it's really really tough I've never been th- I've been I've supported this club for 50 million years <laughs> and and I've never ever even with Ronnie I mean Ronnie's such a such a, a legend at our club such a legend and, and maybe it's just different personalities I don't know I never got that feeling that Ronnie was quite so invested emotionally as is as Paul Warren is, he probably is, and I might be doing Ronnie a big disservice there. It might just be that he doesn't, he doesn't portray that. You know what I mean? Outwardly, I'm, I'm, I'm sure inwardly he does, but mm. it's the fact that Warney he wears his heart on his sleeve, and we don't have to think about how he's feeling. We don't have to. Mm, does he mean this? Does he mean that? We don't have to because it's there, written in big, mm. flashing neon letters. Um, so yeah. It, I feel for him. I feel for him massively. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a few questions on Twitter sort of saying, is that the right way for a manager to be in terms of getting so emotional and so attached to it? I think it's very important, and I'm going to use a poor one word, and I think it's an important word. It's about emotional intelligence, and it, it, it talks about that a lot. Yeah. And what for me, what that means is, number one, get emotionally invested. But if you are going to get upset, if you are feeling, you know, if you are going to get emotional about it, there are there is a time and a place to do it. Do you know? Do you know when's a good time to let your emotions run free? Is when it's finished. Does that sort of make sense? If you broke down in tears in December after a one 0 loss, then then I, 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 I think there would be a question of mental strength into in there. But he's held it in, and I think that's why he's broke down so much because he's had to hold all that emotion in throughout the last. It's not even just last ten months, is it? You know, you know what I mean. It's been an incredible, yes. tough couple of years for everybody at the football club, including Paul Warren. He just carries himself with class. But Ben, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, you see him when we scored; he didn't celebrate. Yeah, like that's all you need to know. And you see it all the time when people you see that World Cup and Champions League, and not so much in England, uh, but like. People just break down crying when they win because it's like yeah. you said, they hold everything in for that last moment. And, you know, that's why people play sport, man. That's why people love it. Uh, yeah, I, like you said, it's emotional intelligence. He's kept mentally strong. You can right. see that. When we conceded, it's not, you know, you see that with video of him closing his eyes. That Brentford one. Excuse me, yeah. But yeah. he's got to show some. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I completely agree. I think he's handled this situation very well. I think it's down to the players why we went down, in my opinion. I'm not going to sit here and blame everybody, but I don't think it's down to him, personally. I think he's done everything he can. Yeah, but I'll fit so. And he will, again, he will be the first to admit this. There are areas that he will know he could have done better in. That's what makes him such a good <laughs> yeah. football manager because him and yeah. him will come out and say it's all his fault, which is why he's such a good football manager. Hmm. So, yes, I've seen some of those comments that you talked about there, Matt, about you know the fact that being so emotionally invested doesn't allow you to make rational decisions and everything else. And this this term emotional intelligence is something that. I, I I really dislike I hate the term and I don't like the term because it's it's a it's a it's a 
a, a HR, a human resources stick to beat people with, it? you know what I mean? It's their, mm. one of their buzzwords. So I, I dislike it for that very reason. But I do understand what it means. Um, and, and he's got it in buckets. And if you've got that, and if you're able to control your emotions and deal with your emotions the way that he does, it doesn't stop you making those difficult decisions. He's made difficult decisions throughout this season by not playing players when they when they when they're on form when they should be on form. But you know, I mean, it, all those decisions that he's made in terms of team selection, um, he will always be disappointed and annoying or upsetting somebody. You know, but but he's able to do that and get on with it. So I I don't think it's affected him in terms of his his decision making. We're in 2021 now, and people, a lot of people of my age and and similar, have to understand that the the manly way of dealing with stuff, i.e., burying your head in sand and hoping it all goes away, is not the way to deal with it. You know, we're, we're all people, loads and loads of people of my age, you know, we go through life, you just bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. Um, don't show your emotions. And all of a sudden it pops one way or another, whether it be physically or mentally, and you, either your mental health or and or your physical health suffer. Pop of the littlest things as well. Of the uh, absolutely, a yeah. Making a pen or something. That's yeah, what yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and one, that's never going to happen to Paul Warren and people like Paul Warren. It's never going to happen because he deals with his, he deals with his emotions, and he deals with them openly, and, and it's gone. You know what I mean? I'm sure he'll still be disappointed, he'll still be upset, but but that that pent up <laughs> anger and and frustration and, and upset is is you know he hasn't got the same amount of it as some of us have got because he's let it go, mm. and he's able to do that, and it takes a big big man, a big man, to stand in front of television cameras and and allow your emotions to be seen like that mm. that is a proper man right there yes I agree uh, yeah and I, 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 this is this is I was extremely quite well but uh, hats off to the get the reporter was asking the questions as well because yeah. a lot of reporters would have potentially you know some of the big ones would have pounced on it yeah, yeah. and tried to dig try to dig it a little bit the guy who asked the questions was brilliant about it yeah. Clearly, somebody who's worked with Warnie before knows Warnie, and just let let it happen. Let Warnie say what he needed to say. Asked, even asked if you were okay. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's it was just a, a good job all around for me, anyway. But we'll come back onto Paul one later on. Let's, yeah. We'll circle around. Yeah. Um, the afternoon itself, Mick. Um, one of the most probably excluding Wembley's. It was one of the most stressful afternoons watching Rugby United I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 eighty eighth minute goal was always there. It was always there, sitting on your shoulder, weren't it? Yeah. Poking you, poking your inside of head, saying, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm here at any moment." Um, and the fact that it waited until eighty eighth minute to, to to show its head, to rear its head, was just just felt even more um, even more unjust. You know, there's 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 been a lot of this season. And and the reason why what the reasons why we've been relegated, we've talked about it and talked about it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again in other podcasts over the close season. You know, the, there are reasons on the pitch why where we are where we are, but there are also reasons off the pitch that have that have contributed massively to to the to why we are where we are, and that just feels unjust. It feels unjust in the circumstances. It feels unjust in the circumstances of the team that stayed up. 
you know, when you when you put it in the, in the context of that as well, it feels unjust in in some of the decisions that have gone against us on the pitch, which just beg a belief at times. You know, the whole package. Um, I'm not blaming any one of those individual things, um, but I won't. I will also not blame the fact that we do not take our chances in isolation. You know, mm. there's there's been a lot of, a lot of this season where it's just it's just so difficult. It's just so been so difficult to take. And I suppose conceding in the last two minutes of normal time, I suppose that were written in stars really when you look back at the season, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, coming off, I'll bring, I'll bring on to some few stats, which I think sum up our season two. There's two particular stats which are interesting for me. Um, the first one is our attacking. We've talked about chances taken, and you'll not be surprised to know that you know uh, this is we've only ever scored fewer goals than this season and stayed up once in our entire history, and that was in 1958-59 season. And then, that, and ironically, and to, to give you an idea of how how, how bad it was, that was, that season was our second lowest points total ever, but we still stayed up. So it's that's where the problem is. We had, haven't scored enough goals. Can I just jump in? I think I've seen somewhere that Warney said if we go off expected goals, we would have 11. Something like that. Yeah, we, 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 we'd have won yesterday and I expected goals. We'd have won again yesterday. The IFC tweeted something. It was something like 1.8 to 0.8 against Cardiff. I know. I don't know where you're. Higher. I don't know where you're going to go on to, but for me, it's so nice to know the fact that we didn't go. That we went down because we didn't take our chances. If we played well all season, and mm. you know didn't create chances and went down, I would be extremely worried. But we played well. We had a good season. Yeah. Offense, uh, attacking it went making then attacking. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah. offensively, we went. We were good at attack. Apart from the finishing bit, we just yeah. let us mental lapses down, mental laps for goals. But listen, I'm not going to sit in with the games we had and who we've got at the back. Woody's knocking on. He's it's not easy to play that many games and keep 100% focus. So yeah, well, on the attacking side, the irony is, mate, that last season we had the second best attacking record in League One, mm. and then we've gone to this season in the Championship, and at times we can't. Uh, you can't have Ando, can we? No. It's it's so frustrating. And there, there's only a handful of really clear opportunities. I'm talking the Freddie, Freddie chance against Barnes. There are some glaring missed chances. But it's not like we've missed glaring chances every single week. It's just we haven't taken the sort of half chances that we get given that in the Championship we've got to take. You see, yeah, you know, and you said that, but you know, the, the, there has been some absolute tappings that had we taken, we would, be, we would still be a Championship yeah. club. You know, um, so so yeah, I, I, I would say. I mean, some people will, will suggest, well, you might be decent putting balling back at net in League One, but not in Championship because Championship defences are better. Well, I don't argue, I don't yeah. agree with that necessarily. Some are, but the bulk aren't. The difference yeah. is minimal, you know. The difference is minimal, and I just, I would argue that had we been in League One this season and played the way that we've played with the set of circumstances and games and everything else that we've had. I would argue that we would probably still be in a very similar position. What? Not gone up? Or gone up? I don't think we'd have gone up, no. I don't think no, we would have done. circumstances, no, I probably agree. Yeah. Um, one very bright positive, and I was surprised when I read this one, um, our defensive record this season ha has been the joint second best defensive record at this level ever. 
The only time we ever had a better defensive record in the second tier was in the 81-82 season. Mm. Um, it's easy to, to lose sight. I know we've got relegated, Mick, but to have that good a defence of our history, I know we've, I know we're not an established second tier club, but we spent a lot of seasons in second tier. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of seasons where we didn't get relegated. Yeah. But that's a fantastic sign. That's a fantastic stepping board for next season. But we've got this thing at the back where we actually can defend quite well against some championship strikers are fantastic strikers. And oh, we yeah. still kept a reasonable defensive record up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and you know, this is this is progress. It is progress, but it's slow, slow incremental progress. Um and, and you know, just I, I, the counter argument to that will be well. Well, one, he's had four years; he should have done it by now. Well, that's just not how life works, is it? You know, yeah. it might work in FIFA, it might work in in Football Manager. In real world, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Mm. Um, unless you've got some Saudi Arabian sheikh who's actually got money to put it into your club. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and and we know where that leads. You know, you, we know exactly where that leads. So um, we are getting better. We are improving. We will continue to improve while ever we've got the regime in place at Rotherham United. I'm absolutely convinced of that. It might be marginal gains every season, but it will be gains nevertheless. Um, and while ever we're making those marginal gains, lots and lots of other clubs are making massive, massive losses. Derby mm. County, Sheffield Wednesday, Bolton Wanderers, Sunderland, Wigan... And the, the list goes on, you know what I mean? Wigan nearly list, went down. Well, yeah. One the, point. The, the list will get bigger. The list will get bigger. So, you know, we're in the right place. We're absolutely in the right place, disappointing as yesterday was. Um, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's a good sign, Ben. And that's the reason I said defensively. Is there's a reasonable chance that at least four out of our standard back five are here next season. Where's Harding will probably be here. Richard Wood will definitely be here. There's a good chance Angus McDonald will be here. And for me, there's a reasonable chance Icky will still be here. So we've got that base to jump off. And, and Johansson will, will almost, well, he will be there as well. From a defense, good defensive season, we've got that we can move forward into League One as a, as a good starting point. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that stat. Looking back, I think this is one of the worst defensive performances I've seen this season. Like, performance-wise. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? That's such a good positive because you take away the mental lapses that we've had, right? We concede, yeah. like, what? I don't even know how many. Ten goals all season, probably? Like, it was this stupid schoolboy errors. And that's so promising to say that we've had yeah. such a good defensive record and such a poor season defensively, mental, you know, mistake-wise. Not like... Oh, we're just awful defensively. Mm. Like, this is silly mistakes, little mistakes that you can fix yeah. easily. So, listen, I, I think a lot of that's down to Woody, personally. I, not the mistakes bit, I think the good defensive bit, like yeah. you saw yesterday. 100%. I mean, I, I think as long as he's in that team, our defence is sound, sweet and sound. Yeah. Uh, I love Woody. <laughs> <So much. laughs> anyway, it's 20, 20 minutes in. Let's talk about the game and then we'll come back to all this. Um, one nil up inside. Well, I can't remember what it is now. Inside fifty. I've heard my memory of that. Ten minutes, eight minutes. I think weren't it? Eight minutes in. Yeah. Um, Louis Spring's been teasing us with a stunner since he came, Mick. Yeah. And he delivered, didn't he? What a beautiful oh, goal! What a strike! What a wonderful strike! And yeah, there was a camera angle where you, that you saw where you know the contact he made with the ball. It was just perfect. Mm. It was absolutely perfect. And at that moment, we're on just absolutely on cloud nine, aren't we? 
Yeah. Absolutely on cloud nine. So, yeah, what a strike. What a strike. Yeah, and there's chances, Ben. Uh, it's just concentrate on the game, but there's chances. The second half chance where Lewis Wing had another chance. Another chance in the first half where Crooks had a chance. These these were good chances to bury Cardiff because on the day, uh, they're a you know, top-half team, but on the day, they were not very good. No. I mean, story of that season, I don't, in so many ways. <laughs> uh, Wings should have scored two, Crooks should have scored. This is... McDonald had a good chance from that corner. I mean... Yeah. We score them chances with playoffs comfortably. <laughs> I bet my, I could, listen, no, listen. I bet my house on it. We're comfortably in the playoffs. We score them chances, not my house. You know what I mean? I see you don't own a house. Woman, uh, <laughs> woman, dad's house. You know what I mean, though. Um, listen, we score them chances with playoffs. So it's what it is. Still a season, to be honest. Yeah, I the, the goal we conceded, Ben. Is a little bit uh, mix. Sorry, is a bit of a story of the season as well. We mm. cleared it okay, just not quite far enough, and it it, it, it sort of missed it. I mean, it, it didn't hit as sweet as he wanted to, did he? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, um, and we didn't close that. We didn't close that ball down, did we? Quickly enough. Um, we got to a stage where legs were really tired, you know, and it's it's disappointing, you know, it's disappointing. Uh, disappointed that Mick McCarthy decided he's going to send his no. centre halves up at, for the last five minutes at game. You know what I mean? In the context of it, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to argue that point. You know, we've got to stop it. We've got to stop it, <coughs> and we didn't. So, uh, what's the point? What's the point now? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, substitutions, Ben. Again, that was something that, that people found that stick to sort of beat Warnie with a little bit yesterday. Um, I've seen complaints about the tactics and everything like that. Oh, God. For me, Listen. for me, the tactics were absolutely spot on. We were the better team, more dominant team. Up until when this, after they scored the goal, we couldn't get back all the ball. But up until then, we were the team in the game. I, I, don't, I can't see anything I can complain about how we set up yesterday. Listen, unless that's Pep Guardiola or Jose Mourinho complaining about his tactics, they can all sit down because they're not football managers. They know nothing about tactics. We, we think we know about tactics? Not a clue. I bet you any money, we have not a clue. All right? So it's just embarrassing. You're not a football manager. Shut up. Like you, don't, you can have an opinion. You can have an opinion, right? But do not criticise a professional football manager for his tactics. I think you can criticise him because I think no, Paul, again, we've talked this, Paul will be the first one to say that he has made mistakes. But for me, it was clear that those tactics were the right tactics because they yeah, worked. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. After game, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's, a, you know, everyone's an armchair manager after a game and no happened. Listen, going into the tactics were right. Uh, can't blame him for tactics. We just didn't take our chances. I don't get this. Uh, people just try and jump on a bandwagon. The sheep aren't this. This new generation of keyboard warriors that just try and jump on everything. Little sheep, just sheep, sheep. Yeah, come on, let's be real. Wake up, sheep. <laughs> you know what I mean. Makes again tactic substitutions for me were basically spot on. You can argue a substitution a mid ten minutes later or earlier, 
but you can argue that in every single game that's ever been. The substitution is rarely made at the perfect time. It, but for the most part, it, it, it sounds stupid because we drew the game, but Warnie did everything right for me yesterday. Listen, we conceded a goal in 88 minutes, right? Okay. So, and he's not made a substitution up to that point, I don't think. I think, Maybe, I think he put Lindsay on, brought Lindsay on, didn't he? Floor joint, I think. Yeah. So, so let's say he makes that makes that change on 85 minutes, and we concede on 88 minutes. We're criticised. We're criticised because we've made a substitution and conceded a goal. So we don't make those changes. We concede a goal. We're criticised then because we've not made the changes before. Like Ben says, you know, I would be definitely. I can tell you now. I with I would be. I could be an England manager and I could win England the World Cup. If I had that, if I had that full degree in hindsight that all these people that are banging on about tactics and banging on about substitutions had, right? Yeah. But I'd also be a multimillionaire because I'd be able to win lottery every week and all. Now I'm sorry, you know, they make the decisions based on what they see, what they know about the players, what they know about the opposition. The the absolute in depth to the nth degree. An analysis that they make on players, that they make on the opposition, that they make on the state of the game as the game's going on, that they make on what substitutions, substitutes we've got, what they're capable of doing, and everything else. They see the massive, bigger picture. All we see is, oh, we lost, oh, we made some substitutions and they didn't work. Must be wrong. That I'm, I, I, I'm all for people expressing an opinion, and I agree. You know, we and we have argued many times on this podcast throughout the season that well, I don't really see why he did that. I don't know why he did that. That might that was a mistake. But all those all those criticisms are hindsight, aren't they? Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're absolutely hindsight because, you know, he makes a substitution. Freddie comes on and scores a 40-yard screamer to win, us, to, to win us the game 2-1. Where's the criticism then? Because it's still the same substitutions at the same time. See, it, it, Ben's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. You can't you can't talk about it with hindsight because it's just not a fair. It's not it doesn't make it a level playing field, does it? No. But but that but again, that's how that's how Paul Warren learns. That's how Richie Barker learns. They learn. They also that's how they learn with hindsight, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah, and they'll put it into practice later on. Yeah. But we won't, will we? Me, me, you, and Ben. Well, could sit here and say, "Oh, I shouldn't have made. He shouldn't have brought Jamie Lindsay on. What? He should have brought Freddie on, you know." And and we won't learn anything from that. No. Other than next time he brings Freddie on instead of Jamie Lindsay, we'll be able to moan about the fact he didn't bring Jamie Lindsay on instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. just listen. We're all we're all frustrated. We're all annoyed, and I, I wish he brought Messi on, but we ain't got yeah. him, have we? No. It shows how good a job we did, Ben, because Cardiff brought off their big sluggers. Kiefer Moore had no impact, brought off quite early. Harry Wilson, you know, one of the highest played players in the in the championship, all right, he's had a hit this season. But it, on, on his on his day, he is Premier League quality, but we just shut him down and they were bringing on players trying to change. They were having to do something to try and change the game, which is a massive compliment to the way we played. Listen, it's all positives. I don't, I do see where the negatives come from. There's so many positives. I said Keith and Moore got shut down. I put that down to Woody. Yeah, in my yeah. Woody point. Although, although what I will say is Angus McDonald at times man marked him. Yeah, at a game. Angus McDonald was sensational yesterday. Yeah. Yes, well, that's what well, that's what it is because Woody, of course, that they'll go into this game thinking I'm going to plan for Woody because he's going to mark me all game. 
and he'll put him on McDonald's and he'll be stuck all game because he don't know what to do against because he hasn't been watching him. You. you know mm. what I mean? And that's what yeah. Woody brings to you about that de- the defence. And they said defence and, <laughs> and they were making. Uh, but yeah, listen, <laughs> we are good enough for this division. I No one can tell me otherwise. Like, no one can tell me otherwise. I've seen what I saw yesterday. Yesterday. Um, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. All season, like, We've been doing that to teams all season, except one or two. And if we take our chances, we're in playoffs. Facts. If we take our chances like Cardiff do, we're in playoffs. <laughs> so, mm. I've got no problem with performance overall. Going straight back up. Oh, you're right. Well, we'll see about that. It's alright, like I said, but, but uh, make it's fine margins. You look, we, can, we we actually finished second bottom, and technically by rights. Take away Sheffield Wednesday's point deduction, we actually finish bottom. That's not a fair reflection of the season, is it? It's just not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, but you know, you can argue that <laughs> you played forty-six games, so it is. Yeah, whatever, whatever. It makes the difference, does it? We've gone down. We've gone down, um, and now we've got to look forward. You know, we're over the disappointment, or once we're over the disappointment of concede an 88th minute equaliser to send us down. Once we're over that disappointment, mm. the only only thing we can do now is look forward and look forward to next season. Having said that, would you like to go back to the start of the season and look at our predictions? Nah. Well, I, don't, I don't think there's any point really, is there? <laughs> well, I remember yeah. what Meek said. Well, I um, think everyone, said, who, yeah. everyone who listened to this podcast no, so we did a group of predictions, which I think are interesting to go right now. A bit, a bit of fun before we finish the season. Um, so we had five categories. We predict what position we would finish, who the top scorer would be, who the top assists would be, uh, who the player of the season was going to be, and who was going to be the surprise player or sort of breakout uh, star of the season. I haven't been listed. I haven't researched who, who the top assists is, but I'll do that while talking. Um, Mick. Was that somebody where you put it to the word finish? Uh, second bottom. Incorrect. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, my prediction was based on the fact that we'd, we'd take some of the chances that we had, and had we taken those chances, we mm. would have finished in the position that I said we were going to finish. Yeah. Yeah, all right, I was wrong, sixth. That was just a stupid... <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Very stupid. That was hilarious. Quite ben, enough. can you remember what you went, what you went, or do you want me to just tell you? Fifteenth, didn't I? Eighteenth, fifteenth. You said seventeenth, um, and I win by virtue of saying eighteenth. <laughs> 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 um, top scorer, um, Mick. You went for Crooks. Me and Ben both went for Freddie. Nobody's winning that one. No. Um, top assists for the season. This one. Who was it? Who was well. the scorer? Smithy. Smithy. Smith. Yeah, Dan. Um, top assist of the season. Um, <laughs> this, this one didn't go very well either, to be honest with you. Because um, Mick went for Crooks, who was actually a very good one. That's a good, that was a good shout. Um, ben, do you remember who you went for? No. Sadly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I went for Chio. Which again, it wow. wouldn't have been a bad one if he'd have played more minutes. I think Chio would have. Uh, meniscus. Yeah, wow. um, Ben, you win that one because Freddie had three assists. He didn't get the most. Uh, the most was a joint win for Barley's and Harding, 
according to transfer market, end up with four assists each. So they win that one. Um, player of the season, uh, me and Michael went for Icky. And Benjamin, you went for Matt or Sunday. I mean, uh, if we season... stop it at Christmas, then I win. I'd say I'd stop it in February. If you stop it in February, you think yeah. you'd have won that one. Well, if you stop it at Christmas, we're staying up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably, yeah. 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 Should just stop at Christmas, right? We just. Yeah, yeah I know. We should do that next year. Yeah. Um, I don't think Icky wins player of the season, Mick, does he? No, I don't think so. I think that's a, that's an episode in, in and of itself, isn't it? Yes, we will do end of show awards uh, in a week or two when everything's a bit less. Um, I don't know what the word is. Hurtful. Um, <laughs> and the final category of the year, Ben, you had a stink on this one and all. Um, so this was surprise player of the year, or we could I could think of a better word for it. But anyway, Ben, you went Mikael Miller. Wow. <laughs> wow. That may work out next year. Hopefully they'll come back and be a good player, but it didn't work out for this season at all, unfortunately. Wow. Um Ben uh, Mick, sorry, you went for Ben Wiles, which was an okay shout. But he had an okay season. I think I, I, I'm gonna award myself the point because I put Wes Harding. So I'm gonna award myself the points on that one. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. I suppose. No question. Do you suppose? <laughs> no question. Ben Miles was good as well, but Harden was good. I think West Harden's potentially the player of the season, so Listen, get the wins the surprise. Mikael Miller were class when he played, so I think I should take that one. Uh, okay, I mean you're not. He <laughs> <laughs> played nine I mean, times, mate. You're not. You're not having a surprise back of the season for nine appearances. No, I mean Ben. No, Do I count as well? Yeah, he also did. He also didn't score any goals, or, or I think he had two assists for Northampton in the second half of the season. I think we so, should move on. You're not winning that one either, buddy. Yeah, I think we should move on. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, we are. We'll, we'll put a full episode on this, but looking ahead to next season, Mick, just our five minutes right now. Um, it's going to be interesting because there are going to be changes. Yeah. I, I mean, we we'll again we'll put this later on, but there are probably four or five players, maybe not that many, that have probably earned their chance at a second season, at least a second season of the Championship. Really? At least a chance at it. Well, for me, for me, Matt Crooks deserves at least another chance in a, in, a, in a slightly better team. You could argue Icky, although he's not had the best season. He's been okay. Um, <coughs> Smith definitely deserves another chance because he's been, he's been fantastic. If he had a better team around him who chipped in more goals, he would look a better player. Mm-hmm. Um... Giles, uh, towards the end of the season, I know we were on a low, but Giles will get another championship because he ended the season fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Sunday, by the sounds it will leave anyway, has here it's another chance at the no. championship. Sadly I was going to say that, no. Listen, there's three, people, there's three people this is ever shot in the championship and that's Smith because of his work ethic, Wing and Crooks, no one else. In my opinion, I don't think anyone else is good enough this season. Would he? I th- I genuinely, I think Woody deserves it. Listen, I don't want him to. He won't. Yeah. I know he won't. But, no, he won't, no. But I don't see if we're going on this season performance, Woody. Like, why does Clark Robertson and Matt Sunday think they can when Woody has died for this club and done everything he can? He's 35 and he's still 35, 36 and he's playing four games a week. Mm. Like, it's not good for your body at that age. 
No. But, it's, but it's, it still pops up at left wing, though, doesn't he, every so often? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. This is what I mean, man. I don't get these people who think they have egos. Cooks and Smith. Smith deserves because of what he's 100%. done off the field and what he's done improvement. Cooks is a good player. Wing, without a doubt. Yeah. Right? Anyone else, I mean, you're going to have to. You couldn't have to show something else if you you have to prove it to me some way other way if you like this season wasn't good enough. You got a couple of others. Jamie Lindsay was unlucky with injury. Before the injury, he was yeah. an outstanding championship midfielder, but the, it, he wasn't quite the same player when he came back. Where he make no, and that's, that's partially what's cost us. To put, yeah. it, to put it harshly, yeah, yeah, it's, it's another contributing factor into it. Um, for me, it's a question. It's a, it, for me, this is a question purely of finance for the club. Yeah. What can we get? for who uh, and take it from there you know if we start getting some offers in and the reasonable offers proper offers then we well then we then we look to cash in if the offers are not there or the offers are not right we don't cash in we're in a strong position in that sense i think probably um so so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see we might not lose anybody we might lose five or six who knows yeah um, it's it's far 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 too early at this stage for for us to be speculating about it. I'm sure that the the talk will be there within the club, and you know that 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 will be probably known, or there'll certainly be some information within the club. But as far as we're concerned, you know, it, it would only ever be speculation, wouldn't it? Mm. But I I suspect, like I say, it's going to be a financial decision ultimately. If we can get a couple of million out of, out of selling a couple of players, happy days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and one player that is, I don't know about you guys, I'm very excited for next season is Josh Coyote will be yeah, coming yeah. back. Um, this was one of the things, if we stayed in the championship, I'm not sure what would have happened to him. He may have come back out of the league one. And I don't want to heap too much pressure on him, Ben. But we've got a good good player who's coming through the U system, who's had a very good year at uh, Carlisle, hampered a little bit by injury. But he's gone away, he's gone under the hard yards and played... The men's game isn't, you know, he's not he's not sat around at youth team like a lot of people do in Premier League. He's gone and put the hard hard yards in, had a good season, and he's probably earned his chance at in League One. Yeah, especially if Smith goes. Uh, eight goals, I think he scored, wasn't it? Uh, sorry, Smith playing in my background. Uh, eight, goals. eight goals. Eight goals, three assists. Yeah. Um, Sorry, there were bongos going on in my background. Uh, yeah, eight goals, three assists. He deserves it. Especially if Smudge goes. It's going to be him in 35 and 30. I think we'll go 4 4 2. Especially if Cooks goes. Uh, ah. We'll go 4 4 2. What do you mean? I think got to go 3 5 2. <coughs> For me, got to go 3 5 oh, 2. Yeah. Based on, based five, on two. Three, five, two. the way, way Woody plays in a 3 5 2. Woody has to play that formation, and I, and I think the reason is, and if we'd played three five two last match, I think we'd have been better off. The reason we lost or drew so many games at home in the league one last time was was Woody got isolated far too often against their fast guy. How many times has he been isolated this season, Woody? But barely ever. No, 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 this system three five two much suits him much much better for me. Yeah, I meant three five two. I didn't mean three five two. Uh, but I don't know who's going to play wing backs. But I think we're going to see five. So I think Coyote and Ferdy. I think Ferdy will stay. I don't I suspect, see why. I don't. I, I suspect. I suspect that Ferdy might be one that um, gets another chance in Championship because he scored nine goals this season, 
Um, I, I'm, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Let's wait and see. Um, the, the, like, like I said, there'll be some more discussions about this at some stage throughout the throughout the summer. He scored um, nine goals. Right? His sole purpose in the team is to score goals. Smith scored ten, and he's, that is not his purpose. His purpose is to provide for others. Yeah, no, you're not, not a great salesman, Ben. You're not a great salesman. No. I'm not trying to sell him. He doesn't deserve I am. it. I don't. He's, he's not. He's not played as much. Yeah. Nowhere near as much. Yeah. Why is that? And you can. He, he wasn't good enough. But, but that's about that. But, but when he has played, he's looked number one. He's looked very dangerous for the most part, and he scored important goals at important time. And and what is impressive is he scores different types of goals. He can Listen, score tapping, which he, which he hasn't on this season. He scored the couple of goals against Bournemouth, which were both excellent finishes. The Wednesday goal and the Watford goal speak for themselves. Is from Mick says you're a bad salesman. I think to sell Freddie to somebody would be very easy because you said, "Look at this! Look at this guy can do." You know what? You know what I mean? Just look at the look at these goals he scored, and you could get some running stats that probably might make him look good as well. He's got his strengths, Freddie, and I've got Definitely. a lot of time for Freddie. If he stays with us next season, I'm very happy because yeah, he'll yeah. score goals in league. He'll probably get twenty plus oh, yeah. goals in, in League One. But at the same time, if we can sneak some million pounds to somebody, Derby were interested, weren't they, in January? So if we can get a few million quid off somebody, that's fantastic yeah. for Freddie because he progresses his career to a bigger club, hopefully a bigger club, and then we get a few million quid to spend on somebody else. So I, I don't, I wouldn't begrudge Freddie a move at all. If it, if it well, goes I to Derby, be... I want money up front. I won't. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I won't be. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't be against him going. I'm just saying I don't think he deserves it. Uh, he's got his weaknesses as well. Looking at his history, probably he's going to go. Uh, but, yeah, if we can get a couple million quid out of him. According to Transfer Market, just to give you an idea of how important he is, but he's been, he's been involved in 22% of our goals this season, going to Transfer Market. So, he clearly, that's the type of player that somebody could be buying if they wanted to. Uh, Listen, I think it's me. Uh, I think, I, I don't, the way I see the game played, He's not the way he plays the game. But that's football, isn't it? So if we can get a, get a couple of million quid out of him, I'm happy. Yes, I agree. Um, we're going to do a full season review in the next couple of weeks um, where we're going to sort of go back and watch most of the games and we'll, we'll, I will do a proper season review during that time. Um, mate, it's, I, I'm glad this season's over, to be honest with you. But yeah. I, for, for a number of reasons, but it's just not been the same. I can't wait to get back in and get rid of this this no crowd nonsense. It's just crap. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I just, I, I, I want to get back in ground. I can't wait to get back in ground. Please get me back in ground. That's all That's all that it matters now to us. That really is all that matters to us, isn't it? Um, let's just be there. Let's be there. Uh and, and put this season behind us. 100% yeah, behind us. Ben, yeah, I assume you're on the same boat. Just get us back into New York. 100%. 1,000%, yes. Yeah. Back to League One. And, and let's sort of... We've got, we've got some thank yous to in a minute, but at the end of the day, mate, League One's not the end of the world. You play some different teams. We're going to play Cheltenham. Yeah. Um, you, got, you, look at the, you look at the playoffs in League Two, there's some interesting teams... Yeah, to come yeah. up from League Two, which would be good to play. Newport, we haven't played in a long time. Morecambe could come up. Um, 
it's Ben Pringle. Uh, if Morgan quote Ben Ben Pringle. Ben Pringle potentially. Yeah, Kevin Ellison if Newport come up. Kevin Ellison's still going. I mean, what a yeah. story that'd be. If, just talking that former Millenbeck. If Kevin yeah. Ellison gets promoted to League One, that'd be fantastic for him, wouldn't it? I mean, he's yeah, scored well, obviously. I've got to say, he'll come and score against us and all, won't he? Because he always does. <laughs> um, yeah. Now listen, it's it's just, yeah, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. And, and and I reckon I would say that probably by a week on Tuesday I'll actually believe that. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that first game, that first game in September is going to be unreal. August, August, August. I'm until September. Yeah, that un <laughs> unreal. We have to hope that we're going to be able to get a full stadium and and what have you. That's yeah. got to be the next the next hurdle we're going to have to get over in it. So. Yeah, uh, but I'll be happy. I've had my second jab today, so I'm all right. I'm cured. <laughs> no, no, no side effects then, Mick. Not yet. No, no. Okay, not like me then. No, <laughs> no. Okay, good. What? Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it sends uh, you death. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna go through some thank yous to not necessarily to us guys, but to people who've helped. I think us fans through the season, um, getting involved. So it's mainly the people at club, basically. It's all the all the people that have been on iFollow, Matt Goodwin, Brecken, Les Payne, Sam Todd, who's obviously the media guy. I, somebody, I, I felt really sorry for him on Saturday having to do the commentary. I've yeah, just yeah. been that, that, that must have been really difficult. Um, the groundsman, Dave Fellows, had, had had a tough, tough year with this ground this year, and he's done fantastically well. And to that pitch, it's the worst it's ever looked. Yeah. But that's a com- that's a compliment that it's looked that that had that this season because it's it generally looks a fantastic place to play football. And the weather's been an absolute pig this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul Davis, obviously, advertiser. He's he's been the sort of link between the fans and the club and the club yeah. and Paul Warner type of thing. And he's done it, as always does a fantastic job. Um, through there to the players, Richard Wood obviously would have been a fantastic captain this year. All the players who've put hundred and ten percent in every single game, the lone players who are here now. Uh, and we'll probably not see playing a Royal United shirt again. That's a shame, but good luck to all them. Because uh, they've, they've tried hard. They might not have paid it worked off for summer, and they've all tried hard at least. Yeah, yeah 100%. As, as, I, as, as I always say, for as a Royal United fan, all I want to see, see you do is willing to run through a brick wall for us. And that's what they would have done, had asked. Uh, and the final thank you for me is just to Paul Warren and his staff putting everything else you effectively fans it, it that's you know if i was the manager of the football club that's how i would want to con- conduct myself um a role model and i can't i can't say much more than that he is a role model as a human being to which i look up to being that would conduct yourself that way i think is a, a pleasure and an honor to have him as our as our manager of our football club uh, is the way i would put that. any of you got into any, any other mentions you want to uh, i've missed off the list there i just did when you said Oh, absolutely, I th- absolutely. They've, they've been immense. It's been a tough, tough, tough season for for all the reasons that we've discussed. Um, and you know, they've they've always, well, not always, pretty much always given us hundred percent. There's been a couple of below below par performances. Um, I, I, I personally, I'd like to shout, give a shout out to Jamal Blackman, to be honest with you, uh, because he had a tough start to the season. He had a lot of criticism off the pitch. Which I'm sure, I'm sure will have come to his attention, and yet when he's got his chance to come back into the team, he's kept us in that relegation battle um, with some absolute world class saves. 
Um, and, and he seems to have gained his confidence. He came beginning of the season and he, it was clear to me anyway as an outsider, it looked like he was lacking in confidence after that put really bad injury he had last season. But he's going to go back, hopefully, full of confidence because that's the way he's played in these last few games. Um, but then, I mean, you could pick every other player out as well and, and say similar sort of things. But I just wanted to give a shout out to him because of some of the grief that's been out there. Um, certainly the the turn of the season, the start of the season. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Ben Abbey in particular, you're just happy with the... I was everyone that's been involved in that club. Yeah, it's been the toughest season since, genuinely the toughest season since World War Two for, for, for a, from a football club point of view, as well as tough for everybody outside away from football as well. Um, but the club, the club have been fantastic throughout it. Um, it could be worse. We could spot Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, so be, be be careful what you wish for, as all I'll say for people who aren't happy with the way the clubs run at the moment. Derby County looks set for a points deduction for next season. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for when you look at other clubs. Um, so thank you this season, Benjamin. Um, we've had a lot of fun this season. Me and you, me and you have argued a lot. Uh, you upset a lot of people, but it's, but we always try. <laughs> <laughs> we always I think what we're pointing below. We always try to be honest, Ben, don't we? we just give us our, yeah. our honest opinion. That's that's all it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's my honest opinion. Real opinion, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have you out, but I choose not to. <laughs> thank you, uh, Mick. Thank you very much for all the uh, help you put in live shows and stuff. For the website, all the website that you'll see is all mixed work. Um, so if it's rubbish, complain yeah, to Michael. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, all the logo and stuff. Uh, thanks. We should thank the guy who's done the, the logo for us, Rich, Richard, um, Rich Lax, my uncle. Um, <laughs> this is the new logo. Um, so thank you very much to Richard for doing that. Um, thank you everyone on Twitter and Facebook who's given us positive and negative feedback. We appreciate all the feedback as long as it's constructive. Um, and I think that's all I've got. Yeah. I think that's all the thank yous I've got around. I've got another on paper, so... I'm sorry that we're not bringing you a more positive end to the season, but what I can promise is that over the next couple of months, we will bring you some talks and some chats with some former players. Um, that's just a matter of ironing out the fine details. We've got a couple lined up, as I keep promising, and I, I think they're really good ones, uh, and I hope they're going to be as enjoyable as they should be. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> yes. And get back, let's get back to New York. Thank you, Michael, for today, and thank you for the season. Oh, you're very welcome. Very well, Benjamin. Thank you very much, man. Cool. We'll see you all. I will keep on the socials for as and when we'll be back. We will do a full review show of the season and an awards show of the season. They'll all be out in the next week or two, um, and then we'll keep keep in touch with the former player stuff as well. Auto Winston Shield final is also going to be coming. We're going to do a 25 year anniversary of that as well. Um, so I'm rambling here. So. <laughs> We shall see you all very, very soon. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to uh, for Twitter, Facebook, everything like that. We'll see you all very, very soon for some more Brother United-related nonsense. Cheers, guys.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 